You're listening to Castle Rock First United Methodist Church's Sermon Podcast. If you'd like to learn more about Castle Rock FUMC, you can go online at fumccr.org. Thank you, and have a good day. Let us pray. Lord, as the scripture is read, as our hearts are joined together, may we be enlightened by your word and feel your presence and your peace. Amen. Well, the scripture today comes from Matthew 18, 21 through 35. Then Peter came to and said to him, Lord, if another member of the church sins against me, how often should I forgive them? As many as seven times? Jesus said to him, not seven times, but I tell you, 70 times seven times. For this reason, the kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who wished to settle accounts with his slaves. When he began the reckoning with one who owed him 10,000 talents was brought before him and he could not pay. His Lord ordered him to be sold together with his wife, children, and all his possessions and payment be made. So the slave fell on his knees before him saying, have patience with me, I will pay you everything. And out of pity for him, the Lord of that slave released him and forgave his debt. But that same slave, as he went out, came upon one of his fellow slaves who owed him a hundred denarii and seizing him by the throat, he said, pay what you owe. Then his fellow slave fell down and pleaded with him and said, have patience with me. I will pay you. But he refused. Then he went and had him thrown into prison until he could pay his debt. When his fellow slaves saw what had happened, they were greatly distressed, and they went and reported to their Lord all that had taken place. Then his Lord summoned him and said, You wicked slave, I forgave you all your debt because you pleaded with me. Should you not have had mercy on your fellow slave? As I have had mercy on you, and would you not have, <clears throat> and in anger, the Lord handed him over to be tortured until he could pay his entire debt. So my heavenly father will also do to every one of you if you do not forgive your brother and sister from the heart. Thank you. 
Now, this is the third week of our sermon series, Following Jesus. Week one was uh, Following Jesus' Lead. Week two was Sing Praise. We come to the third week in the series of forgiveness. And Jesus wants these close followers to take this concept of forgiveness out into the world. Now, forgiveness can be hard stuff. Who has had difficulty forgiving or receiving forgiveness? Let's see a show of hands. Okay. The struggle and difficulty with forgiveness is illustrated in an incident that happened in the Amish country in 2006. An armed gunman came into a schoolhouse and shot 10 children, killing five of them, and then committing suicide. To the amazement of the world and uh, those close by, the Amish people decided to forgive the gunman and to forgive um, and, and to pray for his family. And this was pretty confusing and amazing. About four years later, they uh, did a calculation and decided that our culture uh, probably couldn't do the same thing. And it was with that sense of human nature that I think Jesus was talking about in his scripture this morning. The idea of forgiveness is presented by Jesus as a letting go, a giving up your right to pay back the one who hurt you. Sometimes the idea of letting go is a real struggle. We don't always want to turn away from conflict. When we do not forgive, we allow hurts to remain with us and create within us feelings of bitterness and anger and Jesus' ideas regarding forgiveness are illustrated through three characters in today's scripture. Peter, the king, and a servant and slave. Now, Peter is that eager beaver overachiever. And he asks Jesus, how many times do I need to forgive someone? Now, the Jewish teachers of Jesus' day, and no doubt Peter was aware of these, were taught that you were to forgive three times. So Peter, being Peter, went that extra mile. He doubled the recommendation of 
the leading Jewish teachers and bumped it up one, all up to seven times. Peter probably felt like he was really raising the bar and that being super generous, he would really impress Jesus. He wanted to be ready. He wanted to be right about forgiveness. In his eagerness, maybe his plan was to keep a tally so that he knew when he had forgiven the exact number of times, he would know that he was done. The point is not to keep a scrap of paper with tally marks of how many times you have forgiven someone until you reach the 70 times seven or 490. Jesus is basically saying that if our brother and our sister is genuinely repenting of their sin, we should forgive them an unlimited number of times. We can imagine how extreme this response must have seemed to Peter. Jesus was trying to show by his response that Christians, as Christians, there is no real limit to extending forgiveness. Now, Jesus did not just teach this concept, but he modeled it as he was dying on the cross, looking at those who had nailed him to the cross, who had beaten him, saying, God, forgive them, for they know not what they do. It was a letting go without keeping tally of forgiveness extended. Jesus uses Peter's question as a teaching moment and shares a story about a king. This king lined up his subjects who owed him money. One of the subjects before him owed him 10,000 talents. Now, scholars have calculated how much this would be in today's economy, and it's an amount beyond comprehension. In today's economy, it would be around $4 billion. Obviously, this man is unable to pay what he owes. The king plans to sell him and his family into slavery to collect some of the money that he's owed. The man throws himself at the king's feet and begs for mercy. The king not only shows him mercy, but he shows him grace. He not only doesn't sell him into slavery, which he deserved under the law at the time he forgives his debt, which the servant does not deserve. The king shows the man extreme forgiveness. The first part of parable applies to our understanding before God. God has shown us extreme forgiveness. The penalty that we deserve for our actions is one that we can never pay back, even if we tried 
our entire lives. However, God is a God of grace and offers complete forgiveness. This is found in the work of Jesus Christ in his death, burial, and resurrection. Have you ever found you've received forgiveness for something that you didn't find was really deserved or earned? In this parable, we are like the servant. God is the king. In his extreme grace and forgiveness, not because it was earned or deserved, but rather because we are so loved. However, this is not the end of the lesson Jesus has for us regarding forgiveness. The man has experienced great forgiveness, but he seems to have an issue with giving forgiveness. He soon encounters a fellow servant who owes him money. The servant owes him a hundred denarii, which in today's economy would be about $12,000, an amount that would not be impossible for him to pay back, but just not on demand. The servant begged him to be patient and the debt would be paid in full. The servant who had just received extreme forgiveness from the king was unwilling to wait and had the man thrown into prison until he could pay. Now, this guy wasn't very nice. It is a puzzle why his behavior was so inconsistent. Why did he respond to the debt owed to him so selfishly? How could this man in his right mind think that it was okay to treat someone this way? Now again, it doesn't take much to discover the lesson for us. God has shown us a huge, huge amount of grace when he forgave us our sins in Jesus. How could we not extend forgiveness to others, our brothers and sisters? How extremely inconsistent would it be for us to be unforgiving in our word and action? Yet many of us are. So many of us are holding on to anger and unforgiveness. Perhaps many of us in this room are holding on to bitterness and unforgiveness and are spiritually extremely inconsistent. Now, sometimes we are driven to find out why someone took a hurtful action toward us. And there was a young lady who returned from college in her junior year to find out her father had asked for a divorce and had actually moved out of the house. She was shocked. She was confused. 
and he had some explaining to do. So she began to call to set up a time to meet with him. And she kept getting his secretary or sent into voicemail and she didn't call just once. This was a pretty determined young lady. She called daily for three months. Finally, he answered and a time for lunch was, was set and she was so excited she was going to get an answer. And she went to the, to the lunch and his answer was quite puzzling when she asked him why he left. He said, well, honey, you'll understand when you get older. The forgiveness was up to her. She didn't exactly get help, but she was able to work through, to let go. By the way, there is a truth that Jesus reveals about us if we are living in this extreme inconsistency. What an important extreme reality this is. Jesus says very clearly after this story is over that God the Father has punishment reserved for those who are unforgiving. This extreme reality demands some unpacking. First of all, notice that the king's judgment on the servant the king says, shouldn't you have had mercy on your fellow servant as I had mercy on you? The grace the king had showed on the servant was so great that it demanded that he show grace toward others. Let that sink in a little bit. The grace that God has shown you and me is so extreme and profound deep and deep that we should be so filled of grace that we are radiating grace in every direction. The grace of God should cause us to become people of grace. Because of this lack of change, the king pronounced a judgment upon the servant that could never be paid he would forever be imprisoned and tortured. Then the scary connection for us, Jesus says these powerful words. So also that means that we must learn from this. There is truth here that we must grasp. Here's the truth. If we are not people of forgiveness, we also have not been, are not people who have been forgiven. The natural question is God's forgiveness, is God's forgiveness conditional? Well, yes and no. God's forgiveness of us is not conditional in the sense that each and every decision we make 
affects whether we are forgiven by God. We are not in danger of losing our salvation based on a sinful decision we make one day. However, God's forgiveness is conditional in some sense that we must really be changed in order to receive God's forgiveness. We must really give our hearts to Jesus. We must really seek repentance. We can't just say a magical prayer, walk a church aisle, be baptized, go to church, or commit any other religious act and think that we are truly forgiven by God. We don't experience God's grace simply because we're around other Christians. We come to church every week. We are on a church membership roster or any other superficial reason. God's forgiveness is conditional in this sense. And this is what Jesus is getting at here in this parable. God's forgiveness of our sins is conditional upon the fact that we are true, we truly turn ourselves over to him and allow him to truly change us. Here's the extreme reality for us. If we are not willing to forgive, it demonstrates that our hearts have not really been changed by God. Some of us may be tempted to think, well, Pastor, you don't really understand. This person hasn't changed. They haven't really repented. I can't forgive them. Well, remember this, followers. Jesus' model of rebuking someone who is in sin, if they haven't truly changed their behavior, you should continue to call them to forgiveness. However, think of this also, that some standards that we call them to forgiveness. However, we should hold ourselves to that standard. If we say that we've asked for forgiveness before God, but our lives haven't changed at all, what does that mean? Doesn't it mean that we haven't repented? The same logic we use towards others, we should use toward ourselves. This really is Jesus' point. Your challenge this week comes from poet Maya Angelou. Hear these words about forgiveness. We cannot change the past, but we can change our attitude toward it. 